time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. Time, the mid-twenties. Place, the Midwest. The southernmost section of the Midwest. We were just witnessing a funeral. A funeral that didn't come off exactly as planned due to a slight fallout from the Twilight Zone. Episode number 88 of the Twilight Zone was the last rites of Jeff Myrtlebank. And uh, Sean, as I was watching this, I don't know why, because his name was Jeff. But as I'm watching it, like, I kept seeing Jeff Gordon. Like, like that's... Yeah. <laughs> as, as being Jeff Gordon. He kind of looks exactly like Jeff Gordon, too. Yeah, I, I guess he he looks enough uh, enough like him that it that it, it makes sense. Um, so, also, uh, Myrtle Bank, come on, give it up for Myrtle Bank. Myr- Myrtle Bank is definitely a good Twilight Zone name. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, we we talked about that that last week with uh, with the names in uh, a, a piano in the house, and um, Myrtle <laughs> Bank is definitely up there too. De- definitely a a Southern Midwest name. Um, which is uh, I, I'm not exactly sure where this is supposed to be, but I, I'm I'm guessing like you know something like Missouri, you know Southern Missouri, something like that. Yeah, I think I think every <clears throat> every uh, where you actually see trees <laughs> um, in in like one of these like country like Twilight Zone episodes, it's usually like in the you know I think Missouri's a safe bet. The Ozarks. So they say it's the uh, it's the mid nineteen twenties, but um, like I, I definitely got a very like Huck Finn sort of vibe from it. Oh my god, I know they said the twenties, and I'm like, I this looks like the the eighteen eighties or something like that. Yeah, and, I, and I'm guessing you know pre World War Two, uh, you know there there was a lot of rural areas that uh, you know that uh, technology had not yet touched. That believed in Haynes, I guess, but it's like, you know, this is 20 uh, or not 20, uh, like so mid twenties. So basically 40 years ago, a little bit less than 40 years prior to when this episode comes out, you know, that's 1981, man. (laughs) So I guess it's that different. Like it's, it's recognizable though. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, you know, there's a big difference. So so maybe maybe that is right. Maybe I'm I'm just, you know, compressing too many not not giving uh the the decades the identity that they deserve in the early 90s and late 1800s. Yeah, cuz I was thinking about that when I was writing my uh my my sci-fi novel uh Righteous Might where people go back to like 1941. And, and that's, you know, like we just had the 80th anniversary of uh the Pearl Harbor attack uh weeks yeah. uh, ago. <clears throat> And it, it was 80 years ago, and it's crazy. you know, I, I, I was trying to think of, of practical things, and I'm like, you know, the world would be different, but it would it would be recognizable. Like they like they would they, they would like the people from 1941 would probably pretty quickly pick up, you know, like the 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 technology stuff. At least you know they'd have like some f- you know frame of reference for, sure. for what talking about. Um, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, and to think about to to your point that this is like supposed to be 40 ish years before the twilight zone, you know, before the present day when the twilight zone is uh, reacting. And, you know, it, I, I, I don't think we ever established when the hunt is supposed to be, but like <laughs> I, always got a, I always got a, a similar sort of like Huck Finn vibe from that. 
Like it, it seems like that, except there's some cars around. Yeah, I was expecting somebody to like <clears throat> trick somebody into painting a fence. By the way, uh, Righteous Might, that's Eckhart Press, right? Oh, it sure is. And, okay, great. And uh, the, the ebook and the audiobook are, are both available on Amazon as well. Thank, oh, thank, terrific. thank you for that. Of course. You know, we're, we're still, uh, we're, you know, last minute Christmas shoppers, if you want to. If you Ooh, true, true. Um, I, I, I'm not sure they could get it shipped in time. So, you know, stick with the ebook or the audiobook. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the, but also after Christmas, there's birthdays. So. That's true. That's true. My uh, my brother and his wife both have birthdays in January. So, I mean, that's, you know. Don't I let actually, fears about the supply chain woes stop anybody from supporting small book writers. Are you a small book writer, like a small business owner? Uh, sure. I, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Indepe- independent, independent writers. Yeah. Indie writers. Yeah. Um, there we go. So anyway, the, these people are at a funeral, which also very Huck Finn sort of vibe. Uh, when, oh, sure. when suddenly, when suddenly the uh, the lid, you know, kind of pops off, and uh, uh, the guy just uh, sits up and says, "Hey, what'd you put me in this box for?" <laughs> I liked the two kids um, outside of the church. Uh, One's like, oh, he's in he's in a box. Oh, I thought he'd be in a coffin. That is a coffin, you dumb dumb. <laughs> exactly. Now come help me paint this fence. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's I mean, those two kids could be found in a um you know, in a Huck Finn episode. Yeah, I I, I could definitely see that. Um, <laughs> so the town doctor not wanting to be thought uh, of being incompetent, he he's sort of like off the uh off the top of his head just makes up a, a condition that uh would would imitate death. And uh, it, it's like Seinfeld when he was caught uh He's caught peeing in the mall parking garage. It basically sounds exactly the same. Like, like the guy, it, it's clearly just, you know, some small town hick doctor making up a condition. It's just so crazy that like, <clears throat> again, like I know, you know, right, right now compared to the eighties, we've established like, you know, two different worlds. Um, but it's just like, people are believing in Haints. And like demons and stuff like that. Like, it's just, oh yeah, well that's clearly, he's clearly a demon. Don't, uh, you know, don't pay attention to him. And I, I get kind of a, uh, 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 the monsters are due on Maple Street vibe from this because they, they sort of hint that, you know, like the kids are starting rumors about him and that's why people start to be worried. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, so, I didn't yeah. even think of that. Uh, yeah, there's at least one scene where, like, you know, some old biddy is, uh, <laughs> uh, is starting rumors about him, and they they pan over, and the kids over there on the on the couch because you know he overheard something, and and you know, and uh, and and you know, it, it goes from there, and so naturally, the the townspeople, as as any townspeople would in the 1920s. They immediately grab their pitchforks and they're like, you know, we got to come after this guy because well, and, and, and it's funny because the, the things that like family and friends notice about him is uh, he's not as lazy as he used to be. And he seems to be really strong yeah. <laughs> because he was well rested. <laughs> Honestly, if I, you know, I can see it both ways. If I had a second lease on life and I'm literally rising from the grave or at least from a, a coffin, 
Um, I'm going to probably, hopefully, I'd like to think that maybe possibly I'd like have a little pep in my step and do some things, you know, differently. Finish that novel. Finish that novel. Get Eckhart's Press to to print it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And in addition to finishing the novel, he says that he wants to uh, marry his his girlfriend, Comfort, which is just a fantastic book. Oh, my God. It's so good. It is so good. I love Comfort. Comfort Comfort's a great actress. <laughs> I, I I like to think that uh, she, you know, she's named after the um, after the 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 tasty adult beverage. <laughs> I guess Missouri could be the South, especially the Ozark. Yeah. So she could be Southern Comfort. Um, yeah. The uh, man, just the the names of these these characters, the the performances that these actors put in, and the stories. The this episode and last week. These are really good. And let's not forget what's coming up next week. Like th- these are, do you think these were overshadowed by to serve man? Oh, definitely. I think that, um, you know, if it, like, like these are, are, are really the, the last couple episodes are, are solid, but you know, it's, it's the twilight zone sort of firing all cylinders, but then you get to, yeah. to serve man. And, um, and I mean, that's just, it really just blows everybody up. away. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Comfort was played by Sherry Jackson, who is still with us. Oh, nice. Uh, she was born in 1942, so she's um, you know she's 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 probably also appro- yeah approaching uh, 80 years old at this point. Oh man, warms my heart. Um, I uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because I think the argument could be made that this. I don't know. They're not, they're not complex stories. You can't tell complex stories. They did their best in 22 minutes, but I don't know. I just, I, they should, do, they should add an extra hour to the, you know, they, they should make the yeah. twilight an hour instead of, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Out. That won't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> God, this is going to be, that's going to be a fun season. Um, but I, I don't know, like these, these two episodes really kind of make me look, even though to serve man is, a, a, a Mount Rushmore episode. Like I, it makes me look at that. These two episodes make me look at that in a different way. Cause these are just so good. And I, I, yeah. I think a large part is the uh, performances. Sorry. You know, at, at this point we're, we're significantly through um, season three. I mean, I think we're, we're yeah. coming up on, on the end of, of season three. So I think that's probably just a matter of, you know, every, like you said, hitting their stride. Yeah, yeah. Firing all cylinders. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so comfort uh, is um, is uh, about to respond to uh, Jeff, who who you know wants to wants to marry her, when the angry mob with their pitchforks and uh, and, and torches show up, <laughs> and uh, um, you know he tells them that uh, uh, you know they're fine, and you know he, he's he's fine, and and they have nothing to uh, uh, to to fear from him. But uh, if he just happens to be a demon, uh, you know, they should probably be nice to him, which is kind of wise. I Yeah, it's it's like uh, Pascal's a wager, right? Like you, uh, <laughs> you know, you should believe in God, even if you don't, because if you do, it's, it's like fire insurance, you know? Um, yeah. And the way the way he kind of de- the way Jeff Gordon kind of delivers that like is it's good. It's good. This whole episode's great. Uh, yeah. Now I'm again thinking of Jeff Gordon, like (laughs) 
there's going to come a day when when Jeff Gordon is no longer with us, and I'm watching his nationally televised funeral, and <laughs> the whole time I've got my eyes glued to his uh, his his casket, just waiting for he's going to come back to, to to prop open and be like, "Hey, I'm, uh, what, what? Why'd you guys put me in this box?" I mean, we've established that the woman who played his love interest here is still alive, and 79 is not you know super old these days, but you know. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe some of that, maybe some of that, uh, that haint power, uh, <laughs> rubbed off on, on everybody involved, including <laughs> Jeff Gordon for some reason. So the, uh, the angry mob is won over by, uh, by Jeff's, uh, silver tongue and, uh, uh, they, they decide to leave and they, and they even say, Hey, we'll, we'll even come to your wedding because, uh, you know, now we like you again. Yes. Um, and uh, my, my favorite moment is when, uh, uh, you know, he's J- Jeff, like pulls out a, a pipe and he, uh, he basically oh, uh, yeah. just lights a match uh, yeah. out of there and uh, comfort asks him, how'd you do that? And he goes, oh, you, you, how did I do what? You're imagining things. Oh, silly gal. You're hysterical. <laughs> 1960 or I'm sorry, 1920s woman. And uh, I, I love the fact that uh, uh, Rod Serling in like the, the closing narration is. Oh my God, it's awesome. It's awesome. They, they're still alive today and uh, they have a son who uh, became a, uh, a U.S. senator. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So like they, like when they, they walk away and uh, like the fence, <clears throat> the fence closes like on its own. So like yeah. it's pretty obvious that he like the message is that he is like he has some kind of powers whether it's good, bad or indifferent, um, and then to like you know have that very unusual like closing narration. I this is one of my favorite episodes. I love it. Yeah, it reminded me of. Um, it's so great. Have, have we even gotten to that episode with the used car salesman? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The one where he um, oh god, who does he try to sell? He tries to sell it to the Russians. Yeah, he tries to sell it to yeah. um, uh, Khrushchev. Yeah, and, uh, and, I, and I liked that one because it, it was like the only Twilight Zone narration where he's referencing, you know, current events. Yeah, and, actual. Uh, yeah, and, for and, sure. And, and when he when he says they're still alive to this day, at first uh, I was thinking that it's, um, you know, like yeah. some sort of green, it, it was some sort of Green Mile thing where they've they've both lived to be like like 150 or something. But then I realized it's the mid twenties. The, the twilight zone is only like 40 years later. So it's yeah, not, they're, they're like 60, they're like 60 years old. Yeah. It's actually, and their son is probably like the youngest Senator in history or something like that. Yeah. It couldn't even be a Senator now because all senators have to be like at least 75. Today. <laughs> well, so when I, it's, it's interesting that you said Missouri, I would actually defer to you on that. Because the just the um, the set dressing, I would say, is more Missouri than what I uh, had in my mind, which was South Carolina. Because the guy's last name is Myrtle Bank, Myrtle Beach, um, and so I thought that his that the senator was either Strom Thurmond or Lindsey Graham, and I just didn't have the energy to do the math. Oh, I, I could see Lindsey Graham. Actually, I could see Strom Thurmond or Lindsey Graham being the the spawn of a demon. And uh, <laughs> if you told me Lindsey Graham's mom's name was Comfort, I would believe you a trillion percent. Oh, that now I'm going to have to actually look this up. <laughs> okay, so this would basically, but let's just say they're both in their mid uh, mid twenties. 
uh, Jeff um, and Comfort? Yes. Also, so, like so, so they were probably born around 1900. Yeah, yeah, th- th- that's what I'd say. So probably they would probably have a kid, you know, 1925, 30, something like that. Also, Comfort's last name is Gatewood, and the gate closes at the end. Everything's great. Everything's great about this episode. I love uh, by the way, uh, uh, Lindsey Graham's parents are uh, Florence James Graham. Oh. Um, which uh, that's very close to <laughs> it's an interesting name because uh, that's his dad and uh, his mom is Millie Graham. Hmm. Uh, Florence and Millie giving birth to a son named Lindsay is the most like 1960s South Carolina thing I think I can think of. Yeah, he was born in 55, so he's definitely in the clear on this. He's not the the son of Jeff and, uh, okay, and Comfort, okay. unfortunately. And Strom Thurmond was probably actually born in 1900. So he's probably Jeff Myrtlebank. Yeah. Actually, that could very well be. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Comfort are still alive today. And their only son is a United States senator. He's noted as an uncommonly shrewd politician. And some believe he must have gotten his education in the Twilight Zone. Man, I am excited about next week. Uh, I, I, you know, the the big one. I, I forget if we've done more of the major ones than just uh, Eye of the Beholder before uh, to serve man. Uh, but what well, we did the, um, uh, you know, the monsters are doing Maple Street. We've done sure. that one. Yeah. Um, you know, we did uh, our our namesake time enough at last. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of course, we've done a lot. This the third season. So we've done so we've done some big ones, but I mean, this is the only one that was referenced in uh, one of the Naked Gun movies. So I, I think- <laughs> so you know it's good. Gabatron 